Good evening, everybody. I'm Jerry. My co-host Tony and I are broadcasting from the lounge car of the Nightmail Limited. It's late, and we're about 12 miles from anywhere. We were about to turn in, but we decided to have a nightcap first, because why not? It so happens that we have just enough time for a cocktail before the midnight show starts. It's open mic night, so Tony and I have decided to tell a few jokes, after first boosting our confidence with a bit of liquid courage. Shaker. That's a nice shaker. And we've got some bullet rye. We've got some Angostura bitters. Yeah. And we've got some uh, Antico looks like, Formula looks like some sweet vermouth. vermouth. Any yeah. idea what I'm going to be mixing up? I used to know my cocktails really well. Is Manhattan? You got it. Yeah. <laughs> I've got some Luxardo. Okay, you're Italian, am I right? I am. Okay, <laughs> so you could say this maraschino. Yeah. Or you could say this maraschino, right? I think that the Italians sometimes go with maraschino. The CH sometimes is, is a K sound. Yeah. yeah. But it's funny, I don't think I've ever heard that word pronounced that way. Okay. But I also don't know as though I can picture or remember any of my relatives ever saying what those are. Saying that word. Oh, okay. So what did they call them? Just cherries? <laughs> no, well, that's the thing. I don't know as though. I mean, I grew up in an Italian restaurant. We had a bar and we had those. I don't, I cannot picture. It would have been my grandmother or my grandfather. I've never heard them say that word. Huh. So. Yeah. So I don't have a proper, what would you call that, where you can... A, a jigger? A jigger. I yeah. don't have a jigger. I just use a... Uh, yeah. A measuring... Uh, measuring cup. Measuring cup. That's the same Sh thing. A shot glass yeah. measuring cup. Yeah. Two ounces of bourbon. An ounce of sweet vermouth. You can do... One or two. What would you call that? Oh, a splash dash. Dashes dash. of bitters. I'm going to go with one here because it's a big <laughs> bottle of bitters. <laughs> oh, man, you came prepared, Tony. Some ice. And somewhere in here I should have a spoon. Yeah. So we'll stir that up. These glasses I got from uh, Heather's grandmother, and they used to uh, entertain back in the uh, 40s, 50s, 60s, and 70s. That's awesome. Maybe into the 80s. And uh, this is actually, it looks like a little uh, 
how would you pronounce that? Coupe, I think, C-O-U-P-E, coupe, okay. coupe glass. But, um, and it's got some little pearly shapes on the bottom. It's actually a custard glass. Yeah. Yeah, but it makes a wonderful uh, martini glass or a Manhattan glass. That's awesome. We'll drop a cherry in there. These cherries are wonderful. Those locally sourced? No, they're not locally <laughs> sourced, but locally sourced at the Claremont Liquor Store. Wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> That's All right. for you. Thank you. You're welcome. And I will quickly make myself one. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're stepping it up now. You're setting the bar a lot higher for the <laughs> next episode. I'll have to bring a, a professional mixologist in here to make us something fancy. So what you're saying is don't break these glasses, these hundred year old glasses. Face the wrath of Yeah, the uh Alright. Okay, a Manhattan. Very nice. Cheers. Cheers. Uh I I did a little bit of uh reading about the uh, Manhattan cocktail. It's made with whiskey, sweet vermouth, and bitters. Uh, rye is the traditional whiskey of choice, but you could use uh, bourbon or mm-hmm. blended whiskey, Canadian, Tennessee whiskey. Um, it's usually stirred and then strained into a cocktail glass and garnished traditionally with the maraschino cherry. Um, Popular history suggests that the drink originated at the Manhattan Club in New York City in the mid-1870s, where it was supposedly invented by a gentleman named Lane Marshall for a banquet hosted by Winston Churchill's mother Hmm. in honor of a presidential candidate that nobody ever heard of. So, (laughs) (laughs) however... (laughs) um, Winston Churchill's mother, turns out she was in France at the time and was pregnant, so the story is likely a fiction. Ah. Um, By one account, it was invented in the 1860s by a bartender named Black at a bar on Broadway near Houston Street, but who knows? Kudos to you for your pronunciation of Houston. Oh, well, I lived in... uh, I lived in New York for a year and a half. Heather and I lived there in 94 to almost 96. Okay. Uh, She lived in Park Slope, and I lived in um, several places. I lived on 49th and 9th. I lived off Broadway, uh, just around the corner from the Palace Theater, whatever that is, Mm -hmm. above an Indian food restaurant. And then I also lived in uh, Washington Heights on, I think, 154th Street. Yeah. Uh, for a time so um, nice. yeah I learned that pretty quickly yeah <laughs> I, I lived up in, in Washington Heights for two years and, oh no kidding where for, at uh, we were at 190th and Fort Washington our first year that we lived in the city way I mean way up there and then we moved across a little bit of the other side of Broadway to 189th in Amsterdam yeah so uh, what years was, was that 2006 to seven was uh, up in uh, 190th and then 2007 to 2008 when we moved over other side of Broadway. Then we moved out to Astoria and, and lived there. In Queens. Here, in yeah. Queens. Yeah. Yeah. 
I never spent any time in Queens. I spent a good amount of time in Brooklyn and uh, some in the Bronx. Mm -hmm. And we used to take the ferry over to Staten Island. I don't know. I did go to Queens later after we had moved out of New York. I took uh, my daughter to see um, a baseball game, the, oh, the yeah. Chicago Cubs and the New York Mets yeah. in Queens. Um, but I'm not really familiar with Queens at all, yeah. uh, other than uh, Seinfeld. Uh, right. That's where uh, George's, George's parents, parents lived. <laughs> yeah. George's parents lived out there, I believe. Uh, all in the Family takes place in oh, is that right? Jackson Heights, I think. That's in Queens? I believe. Oh, okay. I may, I may have somebody writing in to correct me. Yeah. And the the house that they shot the exterior for George's parents on Seinfeld was about two to three blocks away from where we lived. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Okay, folks, put your hands together for the comedy stylings of a dynamic duo from Beltville, Vermont. Let's hear it for Tony and Jerry. Come on up, fellas. Good evening. Oh, okay. So, I drove my wife's car into work the other day. Boy, did I leave a mess in the break room. A 92-year-old guy walks into a bar and slams a sippy cup down on the counter. The bartender turns around, a confused look on his face. The old guy says, I got no teeth and I just got fitted for a diaper. I might as well stick with the theme. Three years ago, my wife asked me to build her a sunroom. I still haven't finished the job. The work itself is pretty easy, but 93 million miles is a hell of a commute. What's wet, covered in crabs, and smells fishy? What? Low tide! Debbie and Joan came to a stop at a railroad crossing. After getting hit by an oncoming train. Too soon? Okay, folks, that's all we got. You've been a lovely audience. Yeah, good night, everybody. Jerry, I'll see you at breakfast. Not if I see you first. <laughs> <laughs>